0: This is The Space Shot, episode 337 for April 16th, 2018. Apollo 16, TESS, and a programming note. I'm John Molnix. SpaceX had to postpone the launch of TESS, or the Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite, until Wednesday. I'll be linking to the webcast in the show notes, and I'll be sharing a link on Facebook on launch day. TESS has the potential to spot between 50 to 1,000 planets that are Earth-sized and super-Earth-sized over its two-year primary mission. The total number of planets discovered by this spacecraft could be even higher, with estimates of up to 20,000 planets since it's observing around 200,000 stars. Right now, the stars we've observed have been farther away from Earth, but TESS will be able to observe stars that are just a few hundred light-years away from Earth. Scientists will be able to follow up on TESS observations with new telescopes like the James Webb Space Telescope once it launches. There are a multitude of worlds at our fingertips, waiting to be observed. Just think, the first exoplanet was discovered just over 26 years ago. In the past 26 years, we've discovered 3,717 exoplanets. TESS could very well double that number in the span of a few years. This represents a massive shift in the field of exoplanet study, and I'm incredibly excited to see TESS launch so it can begin to bring back data here soon. Now for a quick historical note, Apollo 16 launched on April 16, 1972. This was the fifth time that humans landed on the moon, and it was the penultimate Apollo lunar flight. Commander John Young, Lunar Module Pilot Charlie Duke, and Command Module Pilot Ken Mattingly were the crew for this mission. Young and Duke spent three days on the lunar surface, gathering samples for return to Earth. They also deployed scientific experiments and were able to drive around on the lunar surface with the Lunar Roving Vehicle. I'll have more on Apollo 16 next week. I'm putting the final touches on my talk that I'm going to be giving this Thursday, and I need to be able to devote 100% of my time to that, which is why the rest of this week will have a different schedule than normal. Also, I had originally intended to include a little bit more information on Apollo 13's mid-course correction burns, but my schedule is such that I'm just not going to be able to fit that in this week. Apologies to those of you that were looking forward to a little bit more Apollo 13 coverage. I will be talking about it again in the future, so don't fret. This week's schedule is going to be a bit nuts. I'll be bringing you the latest Cosmosphere podcast broken up into smaller bite-sized chunks Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week. For this weekend, I'll be sharing the audio from the talk that I'm giving at the Cosmosphere on Thursday, so I hope all of you enjoy a little bit of a change of pace this week. I'm lucky enough to be on vacation right now, too, which has been a huge help. I'm not sure if all the newer listeners of the podcast know how much work is done each day for the show. Generally, I spend between two and six hours reading, writing, and recording each daily episode. Between a solid commute and a crazy day job schedule that can stretch above ten hours at times, I devote almost all of my free time each day to the podcast. Since I've been on vacation Friday, I've been able to devote 100% of my time to reading and to space, and it's been awesome. I absolutely love getting in the dirt, so to speak, and reading and writing about space history is a dream. I'm grateful that all of you are along for the ride, and I'm looking forward to sharing more stories with all of you over the coming years. I'm John Mulnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.